Well, good afternoon, and welcome to episode 216 of the Other Ground Live. Um, Passive J. Uh, you guys know the routine. I've got news articles I'm going to talk about, and you guys are going to call in about them, or at least hopefully. If you don't want to call in, you can always type stuff out in the chat box. I'll respond to it there. Uh, speaking of which, I see the OG army is starting to form up. Uh, hello, Bubbles. Uh, Juice is hanging out. Uh, a couple other people as well. So that's always good. I, I like it better when I'm not talking to myself. Uh, feel free to call in if any of you like to on this topic or any of them. Uh, so we'll go ahead and get started. Let's see. And keep in mind, if I'm reading an article, that means I'm not looking at the Podbean stuff. So I won't see if you're trying to call in or if you're typing stuff out. So please be patient. I'll get to you as soon as I can. see hey oh sorry I'm looking at the chat box hey Ma, can i get my password for my og account uh don't be uh, uh disappointed but uh, i don't have any actual mod powers uh as far as i can tell the only thing i have is the ability to turn my name red um we record we are of course speaking about the uh internet forum that we're all from uh the other ground uh, <clears throat> turns out when uh Kirk visited us a couple months ago and, and, uh, Ryan asked him to make us mods and he said, yes, uh, he wasn't lying. So, but, uh, but all he did was like, give us the ability to uh, change our uh, name, uh, a different color. Uh, I don't have any mod powers that I can find. Ryan apparently has told people that he can freeze threads, but I see no evidence of being able to do that. So unless he's got the powers and abilities far that far beyond of normal J's, uh, I, I don't, don't know if he can do it either. <clears throat> Yeah, so uh, has anyone actually seen him do that? Because uh, I, I have no clue how that would be done. I've clicked around and looked at stuff. I don't have, see anything different than normal for me. But regardless, <laughs> it was I thought it was pretty funny. I, I thought about turning my name back to the regular blue name, but people seem uh, you know, <laughs> so upset about it. I, I, I think I'll leave it on for a while longer. I don't know. I don't want to make people upset. That seems kind of petty. So I, I might just change it back to blue. So it's like not like I'm an actual mod anyways. Well, let's see. Oh, Drew says he shows a screenshot. What thread would that be? And I'll have to look that up after um, we're done with the show. See what he's talking about. <clears throat> Let's see, dude, oh no, that's not one to start on. Oh no, that's not one to get someone to start on either. Oh, that looks cool, no. Ah, here's an interesting one. Walmart removes firearms and ammunition from U.S. stores as social unrest flares. Uh, that uh, seems uh, like a uh, pretty um, bold move, so to speak. Uh, let's go back to it, let's, let's see. Apparently, Walmart Incorporated removed firearms and ammunition from U.S. stores uh, this week to protect customers and employees as tensions rise across the country. Uh, the, largers, the world's largest retailer said on Thursday, we have seen some isolated civil unrest and we have done on several, and as we have done on several occasions over the last few years, we have moved our firearms and ammunition off the sales floor as a precaution for the safety of our associates and customers. Um, uh, the retailer, which sells firearms in approximately half of its more than 5,000 stores, will still sell the items upon request, it said. <laughs> oh, okay. So basically, they're just trying to make sure the uh, guns are not in, in an easily accessible spot uh, if they get looted. Um, 
which I, you know that makes sense uh yeah they have them tucked away someplace and you the only way you can get them is if you ask and they go get it for you <clears throat> that's why when the looters come rolling in to grab stuff it's not just sitting there on the shelves um and uh it's unlikely that the looters will you know ask for help in their looting it's like hey i thought you guys were supposed to have guns where you put them that's not going to happen so i don't know walmart that's actually a pretty good idea i would think oh let's see not much on that one huh <laughs> all right um oh here's a good one Fleeing smugglers left 280 pounds of drugs behind at the Canadian border, uh, agents say. <clears throat> I don't even have to know what kind of drugs that is. That's a lot of drugs regardless. Holy shit. Um, U.S. Border Patrol agents in Bonners Ferry, Idaho. Okay, <laughs> I didn't realize that was a hot spot for uh, drug trafficking. Uh, responded to a remote forest service road where two people were acting suspiciously. Uh, according to release from the agency, uh, when the people spotted the agent, the release says they fled back across the border and left their cargo behind. Uh, an agent found several duffel bags uh, near the location the individuals were hiding. Excuse me. All right, here we go. Inside the bags were 84 pounds of cocaine. Holy shit. And, and 194, excuse me, 198 pounds of meth, according to the release, estimated to be worth $2.1 million. Uh, yeah, that's got to suck for some of the uh, drug traffickers. <laughs> uh, a dark colored Range Rover observed leaving the area of the smuggling event. It was stopped by the Idaho State Police on Highway 95, and the driver was taken into custody in connection with narcotics smuggling, according to the release. Wow, that's a, that's a lot of drugs. And that's a lot of drugs just to leave on the fucking, you know, uh, border as you trot across the other side um yeah <laughs> yeah that would be a pretty serious party um drew says they did i mean i assume you're i see you're talking about the people that trotted across the border to, and left their shit they pro most likely are dead or if, they're, or if they're not dead they're probably really 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 regretting their decision right now because <laughs> uh the odds of that being their fucking drugs are pretty slim at this point um when you have enough money uh, to uh, buy 200 pounds of meth and 90 pounds of uh, cocaine, you're not the guy that walks it across the border. That's something you have somebody else do. So they probably just uh, fuck somebody pretty bad. <laughs> there, there's, there's a good reason not to smuggle shit because uh, you don't want to put yourself in position whether to choose whether you want to go to prison for quite a long time or if you want to be, or if you want to risk dying because you pissed off the wrong person. So, um, kind of crime has consequences, unfortunately. <laughs> All right, let's see what else do we got to talk about today. Um, I had trouble finding topics today. I try to have like 10 of them lined up to, to talk to you guys about. I mean, I use them all. I might use all of them and need more, but 10 is at least a good, decent number of uh, different things to talk about over the course of the show. Uh, so when I can't find that many uh, before I get set up, it always makes me feel like it's going to be a hard show to, hard to fill the show um, with uh, out enough things for me to say, so to speak. <clears throat> um, no more Walmart. No 
Okay. Let's, no. Okay. That was the drug one. Hmm. I don't know. Personally, I, I didn't have a bad day. It's, they haven't been bad lately. Um, got up. That's a deload weekend to work out. So um, it's pretty light working out right now. So it was deadlift day. So uh, it was hard to um, take the weight off and, and do what I'm supposed to do on a de- uh, deload week, deloading week rather. Um, I always feel like I'm wasting the week and wasting my time. If I get up early in the morning you know, to work out, I want it to be uh, a decent workout. And most of these, I just kind of float through, which is how they're supposed to be, supposedly. You're just making sure that uh, basically you're taking the week off and you're just making sure that you, know, you don't get stiff and all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, today was deadlift day, which meant uh, regular deadlifts, three-inch block uh, pull deadlifts, which are just me flipping over the hex bar on the, uh, flipping over the hex bar I use for deadlifts to use the handles. Um I do the reg- I do the regular deadlifts, uh, grabbing the part of the bar that's parallel with the weights, and then once I'm more out on that, I flip it over and use the uh, uh, handles to do a shallower deadlift uh, to get you know get more reps in. Uh, I'm a big fan of that. Then I do deadlifts, uh, stiff-legged deadlifts rather, uh, that to work the hamstring. Uh, since the, since the light workout, I did uh, I think it was two sets of ten. No, no, I did three sets of ten on that one, um, and then also. Leg press, which which isn't actually a leg press because I don't have the equipment to do that. So I do uh, wall sits holding weights because it's supposed to simulate the muscles for the same thing. And that was my workout for this morning. Uh, and then tomorrow is a rest day. Yay. So I actually get to sleep in an extra hour, which makes me happy. Um, but yeah, so work itself, slow. Um, we, uh, I thought we were, it looked like we were probably going to make it to the end of the season. Uh, without anything being closed and things like that until about two hours ago when the uh, governor um, and the public health inspector, director, whatever, announced new restrictions. Um, And holy shit. uh, Okay, keep in mind for those of you that don't know, I work at a country club. Um, uh, It's uh, a high-end country club, but it's... Their clubhouse is decent size, so they can have like quite a few people in it normally. Um, like for example, most nights uh, we are doing between ninety and one hundred and twenty for uh, reservations a night, which is not a tremendous amount of people. But it's not bad for regular dining, and almost all of that's outside. So right now, some of these uh, new rules aren't going to apply to us, but they will pretty quick because it's getting really cold and it's getting to the point where. Uh, you can't realistically eat outside. Uh, they're trying. Uh, <clears throat> problem being is they have a weird mix of they want to be outside so uh, so um, to protect themselves from the COVID thing, but they don't want to be cold. So they're asking for like all extra heaters near them, you know. And uh, they don't want to be in an enclosed tent, uh, but they also don't want to be on the open side. So they want what they want the thing to be like open on two sides and make sure they're not near the two sides that are open or some shit like that. It's getting pretty ridiculous, and clearly they're not going to be able to eat outside that much longer. Uh, the problem being, um, and keep in mind, we were hoping that uh, um, once it finally got this cold, that they'd be starting to feel comfortable enough to come inside because we've, we've installed like filtration systems and UV lights and all that good shit, so our air is uh, as clean as you can get it. Um, but um, they just put new rules out under a new order, no more than 50 people can gather indoors unless there's fixed seating. Uh, 
such as sports arena. They're, they're not affected by the new order. I'm not sure why. Um, now, uh, also, restaurants, bars, and other indoor non-residential locations cannot allow more than six people at a table. Um, like, we... It's going to semi-affect us. Uh, like, it, tonight, we probably had two or three tables over six. Most of them are, are two tops, four tops, because people aren't really... Uh, comfortable eating with people that are in their house so it's a lot of uh, small tables normally so that's going to make it a little bit more difficult for us but that's not that big of a deal <clears throat> um but that's still gonna be weird <laughs> and here's what's gonna be the really weird one and this is gonna affect a lot of people in michigan uh but not us too much because of our circumstances uh, anyone who enters restaurants and bars must give their name and phone number so officials can reach them if necessary for contact tracing. Let me say that again. Anybody who enters restaurants and bars must give their name and phone number so officials can reach them if necessary for contact tracing. I'd be really interested to see how that works out because that doesn't make any distinction about carryout. So supposedly, even if you order something from a restaurant, and go pick it up. You're still going to have to give them your name and phone number. Um, I don't think that's going to work out very well. It's going to, I think it, lots of people are going to have problems with that. We don't really, since it's a private club and there, uh, we don't, we're not allowing guests anyway. So everybody there is either a member or a member's family and we already have all their phone numbers. So, uh, that won't bother us too much, but I don't know how that's going to work for lots of other places. Uh, or how are people going to feel about, uh, Having to uh, um, give you your give them their name, give them your name and phone number uh, for like picking up chicken wings or some shit like that. Hey Jay, do you know if uh, Ryan James Christensen of Glassman can die for No bubbles. I uh, I don't know anything about that, sir. Um. If you're referring to the Ryan that used to do the show, I don't talk to him anymore. He unfriended me on Facebook. I guess, <laughs> I guess he was upset with some of the things I said. I, I have no clue why. I was, well, you know, I don't get a problem with the guy, but apparently I hurt his feelings. So, case for us, Excuse me. Oh, let's see what else we got to talk about today. As always, you guys are feel free to call in uh, if you're feeling frisky. Uh, not just about the topics I bring up. Bring up. Uh, you can call in about anything you want, really. Uh, I will pick up anybody's phone call. I might not keep you on the line that long, but uh, depending on what you're saying, but I will pick up for anybody. That's sort of the nature of the show. Oh, uh, let's see. Oh, here's a, someone who did a dick move on the way out. Fired stadium manager deletes concessions menu on opening day in California, feds say. Um, a former food services manager at a major league soccer stadium in California faces charges after prosecutors say he tampered with the concessions menu and payment options shortly after he was fired from his job. Um, Salvador A. La Rosa is accused of causing nearly $270,000 in damages at the San Jose Earthquakes Stadium in February. Hmm. Uh, prosecutors say he intentionally deleted the concessions menu and payment options from mobile tablets used in the concession stands during the 2020 uh, Major League Soccer opening day. 
Uh, the alleged incident happened February 29th, about two months after he was terminated from yada, 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 yada. Uh, the concession proprietor, record show. He'd worked for the company for nearly five years. Um, prior to kickoff uh, at the Earthquake's first home game, employees from Spectra could not operate their point-of-sale terminers, terminals, according to the court records. Initially, the employees could not complete credit card transactions or open cash drawers. Uh, the point of sale terminators then lost the ability to access menu items or list any prices or inventory for items that were sold at the game. So basically fucked up their concessions for their game. Um, during the game, the staff had to handwrite orders, use calculators to facilitate cash transactions and received unwanted verbal abuse from customers as opposed to wanted verbal abuse. But we'll be doing that show tomorrow. Um, in some instances, uh, Spectra had to provide free food and beverages to club members because of the lack of credit card processing. So they suffered $286,000 in damages, including lost revenue and labor costs. A record show. Um, that's a shitty thing to do. Uh, but it's always stupid to leave, uh, give ex-employees access to anything. He came back and did that like two months after he was fired. So, um... Clearly, uh, he had uh, access that he shouldn't have available to him. Uh, most companies aren't like that. They make sure you don't have uh, shit to, um, on your company once they're going to fire you. <clears throat> it's happened at my work a couple times. Um, like, I believe the, uh, the the senior controller was fired at one point. Uh, CFO, senior financial officer slash controller. Basically, the money guy. Um, he got let go, and um, they very, very quickly changed a whole lot of passwords on different uh, accounts and computer things and things like that. Um, same when the maintenance guy got fired a, a couple few years ago. God, it's actually like six or seven years ago. Yeah, he got fired for uh, stealing uh, prescription drugs out of people's purses. <laughs> uh, he even in working as the maintenance guy for decades, but apparently he didn't know about the cameras in the, in the upstairs offices. <laughs> <laughs> so they had like footage of him going through people's purses looking for prescription drugs. It turns out he was all fucked up on prescription drugs. Uh, however, uh, you know, as soon as they kicked him out of there, they had to change the locks and fucking everything out there. <laughs> I mean, they took his keys with him, but you know, he, he had them for 20 or something years. So obviously he had the opportunity to make copies if he really wanted to. Uh, and being the fact that they just caught him trying to steal stuff, they thought it behooved them to uh, change the locks on fucking everything. And that's that's a big clubhouse. They spent, they probably spent thousands of dollars doing that shit. So, but it was the right thing to do. So when I hear that uh, this company was allowed, were able to have an ex-employee, ex-employee rather, uh, go into the computer system and fuck shit up months after he was fired is just fucking ludicrous. They're basically asking for some shit like that to happen. Uh what about you guys? You ever been uh, in a situation where you were able to screw over an ex-company? Uh, have you ever actually screwed over an ex-company? That'd be a better story. But uh, uh, in every company is unique, obviously. So uh, they're going to have uh, different things that they uh, they need to protect themselves from. Um, not every company is going to have like uh, uh, whatever. I mean, you know what I'm saying, though. Um, <laughs> Uh, what we're going to talk about next. Ooh, an alleged fraudster CEO's car collection just auctioned off for $44 million. 
Um, apparently, a former CEO's gigantic collection of nearly 300 vehicles was sold off after he was accused of a multi-million dollar fraud scheme. Ah, after declaring bankruptcy, uh, the executive, Najib Khan, was court-ordered to part ways with his massive collection to pay off more than $100 million in liabilities. Oh, my. <laughs> Can you imagine owing $100 million? Waking up in the morning knowing that you are owe $100 million. That's a pretty far behind the... Uh, that's pretty far behind to wake up every day. <laughs> you know, you, you go out and do your new job, which obviously doesn't pay anything like your old job does. You get home, you're like, all right, I just made like $150. So that'll make a big dent in that $100 million that I owe. <laughs> but anyways, uh, the array of cars, mo- motorcycles, trucks, and memorabilia raked in more than $44 million at auction, uh, October 23rd and October 24th. Uh, eight of the vehicles, including a Ferrari, a Lamborghini, and a Mercedes-Benz 300 SL, sold for north of $1 million. Mm. That's a... Uh, Pretty fucking, that's, that's some nice cars. Uh, let's see. Najib Khan, who founded, founded and ran Indiana-based payroll firm Interlogic Outsourcing Incorporated, uh, amassed a $98 million fortune at a car collection to rival Jay Leno's before his alleged fraud scheme came crashing down, according to documents received by the South Bend Tribute. As Khan declared bankruptcy in the wake of the accusations, a judge ordered that his collection of 281 vehicles be sold off to chip away at his $126 million in liabilities. Oh, fuck, it went up $26 million. <laughs> um, yeah, and apparently they end up getting $44 million from it, so that's going to help a little bit on his debt. He's still going to owe like, like uh, $80 million or some shit like that. Um, but he had some nice cars, uh, like a 2006 uh, Ford GT Heritage. Uh, that's a pretty nice car. Um, uh, a 72 Ferrari 365. Yeah, some of these I don't uh, know why they're so expensive. Uh, cool looking though. Uh, 54 Fiat V8 Coupe, uh, said which is which sold for $775,000. It's an interesting looking car. I'm looking at it, but I uh, can't believe it sold for that much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, apparently he liked a lot of uh, foreign cars. The guy has a lot of Fiats and shit like that in there. A Lamborghini. Oh, a 1969 Lamborghini Murero P400S. That's a hell of a car. Um... Sorry, I, I'm just looking at cars. I'm not even actually doing a show anymore. I'm just <laughs> uh, sorry. Okay, let's let me find something else to talk about. That's obviously a not simulation conversation. Dropped. <laughs> oh, I see Charles Barkley's here. How you doing, boss? Uh, I, I I have no calls to drop. Otherwise, would you know? You, you know what I always say? If you say drop the call, I'm gonna drop the call. I <laughs> see. That's a inside joke. If I ever heard one, now, huh? Oh, in uh, other news, uh, mother's body decaying for years in home she shared with her adult children, uh, Tennessee cops say. My, oh, my. Police uncovered a Tennessee mother's skeletal remains last week, uh, hidden under a pile of clothes in the apartment she shared with her four adult children. Uh, let's report. Uh, a cause of death isn't known for LaRonda Jolly, age 56, 
But according to investigators, she had been left to decay for at least two years while her kids, all of whom have developmental disabilities, continued living at the Nashville home. Holy fuck. Um, officers with the Davidson County Sheriff's Office have discovered her remains October 21st while serving an eviction notice over missed rent payments, the station reported. Her brother, Anthony Jolly, uh, tried for months to get in touch with her, but she would never answer the phone or come to the door for obvious reasons, apparently. Instead, her children would. Uh, I started going down there, and my nieces and nephews would say, well, she's asleep. You can't see her right now. And I would say, well, all I want to do is see my sister. If I can see her face, I'll be fine, and I'll leave you alone, Jolly told the station. But apparently, he did leave him alone. <laughs> when he called his sister's phone, someone else would answer pretending to be her. Okay, that's... Uh... In August, uh, he requested a welfare check, but officers were not able to make contact with her. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty, pretty fucked up. Apparently, no child, no uh, charges have been filed. So, I assume this means that the adult kids were so uh, de developmentally disabled that they, they can't be held responsible for that kind of shit. Oh, look. I'm getting in the shower. All right. Before she got in the shower. That's always appreciated, you know? You feel the love that way. <laughs> uh, she's so fucking weird sometimes. <laughs> is it? Is it just me? Is it ever? Is it everyone's wife? Are all women just weird, or did I get a weird one just by accident? I don't know. I guess she suits me though. <sighs> what were we talking about? I got distracted by boobies. <laughs> Yeah, Wolf Castle, nothing like a nice set of boobies in the radio. Yeah. She's <laughs> Tedder said she sent me a picture prior. She might. They ask her real nice. Oh, uh, yeah. What else we got today? Uh, we already talked about the stadium manager as a dick. We've already talked about the expensive car collection. Oh, speaking about cars again, uh, they made a new list uh, the other day. This is the Business Insider. Uh, the 10 most stolen vehicles of 2019. Yay. Uh, they call it their Hot Wheels list. <laughs> uh, I figured I'd just go over this with you guys. Tell me if you guys uh, own any of these. Um, I'd be curious just to see. And where'd it go? Oh, I lost the list. Give me a second. Ah, right, here we go. All right, number 10, Honda CRV uh, with 10,094 thefts. Mm -hmm. uh, number nine, uh, GMC Sierra with 11,000 something uh, thefts. Um, oh, okay, they're also listing the most uh, stolen model year, so we'll just do that too. Uh, for the Honda CRV, it was 2001. So the number 10 uh, most stolen vehicle is a 2001 Honda CRV. Uh, the number nine most stolen vehicle is a 2018 GMC Sierra. Uh, the number eighth most stolen vehicle is a Dodge Ram with, uh, excuse me, a 2001 Dodge Ram with like 11,000 uh, something uh, thefts. Oh, number seven with 12,000 something thefts is a 2018 Toyota Corolla. Coming in number six for this, we have the 
2015 Nissan Altima with like 13,355 thefts. Uh, number five is a 2007 Toyota Camry with 15,656 thefts. So just just having your car be on the older side is not really a guarantee that the uh, thieves aren't going to want it. Um, number four is a two, 1997 Honda Accord with 30,745 thefts. Holy shit. Um, the 1997? I, you know, I, I assume for some of these, it's just because uh, um, they're easy to steal. They don't have like the theft systems that the newer ones have, or possibly because uh, it's so popular, they just want them to put parts. I don't know. That's that surprises me. That one. Uh, number three would be a 2004 Chevy Silverado with 32,583 thefts. Uh, number two is a 2000 Honda Civic. Holy shit! With 33,220 thefts. And the number one most stolen vehicle across the country is a 2006 Ford F-Series uh, with 38,938 thefts. All right. Do you guys have any of those? Do you guys have... Uh, a- uh, have you guys ever had any problems with uh, people stealing your car? Have you ever, ever had your car stolen in general? Uh, I'm assuming one of you guys have at this point. Hold on a second. Let me pick up a little dog that's getting caught up in wires and stuff. Here, little dog. Come here. Come this way. All right. Come here. Oh, little dogs. Oh, there we go. Whew, excuse me. Um, but yeah, have you guys ever had your car stolen? Uh, have you ever stolen the car? Have you ever seen a car? Do you drive cars? Do you guys like cars at all? Is it just me? <laughs> oh, look, Tedder's calling in. What's going on, boss? Do you guys like podcasts? Do you like my podcast? Can you please comment on my podcast? Please call into my podcast because I can't do my fucking podcast by myself. That's about sounds all right, yeah. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, man. What are you doing? I don't know. I'm just making. I'm just you know making time pass. That's what that's what we do around here. I mean, it can't be me talking to guests all the time. Occasionally, I have to carry the show, right? I, I think I almost turned Mexican there. I said, "Jesus Christ, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing, man?" <laughs> I, I just I just noticed that as as the sentence left my fucking mouth, I realized that I was turning Mexican with every word with every syllable of every word i was turning mexican i was like i started off pretty fucking why i'm like jesus christ what are you doing and it got it progressively got more fucking mexican <laughs> have you been like doing like shots of tequila or something i have not done any shots of tequila i've had several beers um i shot guns today so of course when you shoot guns you always drink beer so right, I've right. drank several several beers, but not uh, no shots of uh, of tequila or any liquor. But I will sip on some mezcal later. By the way, uh, I don't know what that is. It's like a smoked fucking tequila. It's like tequila, but it tastes like fucking you're inhaling uh, smoke from oh. from a like from a dumpster fire, basically. Oh, that's like. that. Uh, that's not really a glowing endorsement of it, actually. To be honest with you. No, no, there, there, there's no fucking, there's no positives to drinking mezcal. Um, other than I say I, I bought, I bought an eighty dollar bottle of mezcal and I sipped it. Because other than that, there's just nothing. It, it, it really tastes like you're inhaling, um, like a trailer that caught on fire. Maybe like a, 
Yeah, they had like really bad fucking polyester like couches and <laughs> perhaps some like uh have you ever been into a trailer where the people use like um like the, those white patio chairs for furniture? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, po possibly some of that has been melted uh -huh. um from the fire. Um perhaps uh one of those TVs that used to be like it was like a wooden frame TV back in the 80s where it's almost like a piece of furniture. And when the TV blows out, you just put a TV on top of that TV, like a smaller right, one on right, top yeah, of that. Yeah, like no, those have burnt up. Hand. Yeah, like you're inhaling that as well. So it's, it's kind of like that too. Oh, I'm going to pass on that. Uh, me and the wife are going to try wine here at some point. Uh, I mentioned this on a show the other day, but it hasn't happened yet because we were supposed to do it last um, Monday, but I went to bed early because I was tired. Um, but we have purchased a bottle of wine and we're going to try to be wine people. I think Sunday, uh, yeah, before, I think uh, I got, I, I think I spoke, I, I was kind of fucked up the last time we talked, but I think we spoke about the, the, the bottle of wine that you bought. And I think I told yeah. you that anywhere between 1699 yeah, yeah. and, and our 1799 and $50, it's all the fucking same. Yeah, 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 yeah. We had that conversation. Uh, but we're gonna, I think we're going to try it on Sunday when I get off work before the show. So I'm going to have a, a glass of wine or two before I do the show on Sunday. That should be a lot of fun for everybody. Uh -huh. You should have three. You should have three wines. Well, I guess share it with the wife, too. And I, I'm not sure if I'm going to like it or not. I'm pretty sure I won't, actually. But uh, we're going to give it a shot. Um, I decided to do it Sunday since Monday is my day off. And if it gives me a hangover or fucks with my stomach too much, I don't want it to be, uh, you know, um, when I got stuff to do the next day. <laughs> Oh, I don't think I wine will fuck with. I don't think wine will fuck with your stomach. I think it will fuck with your head, but it won't. It won't fuck <laughs> with your stomach. Well, like for instance, on my new IBS diet, I can. I'm supposed to be able to have one beer, and that's it. So <laughs> I'm like, well, I have to, I'll have to look in the wine. It's probably a similar sort of thing. I can only supposed to have one or some shit like that. So um, is that because is that because of the alcohol content of the beer, or is that because of what the beer is made of? I think what the beer is made of. Uh, juice asked what kind of wine. It's a uh, Bollinger Cabernet, I believe. Um, it's not a white wine. Um, I know that much. It's a red wine. Um, I could go. I could go get it, but it's it's like fifteen feet away. But I have to de dog yeah, myself and take off uh, my headphones and all that good shit to get it. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a whole a whole hassle for a yeah. fucking two dollar ninety nine cent fucking quick stop bottle of wine that you and your wife bought in the middle of the Detroit metro. So, <laughs> no, don't actually, worry not. about that, brother. We had, we had, we had, uh, uh, I had one of the wine guys at work, uh, uh, the clubhouse manager is not as much of a wine guy as like the, uh, general manager, but, uh, uh but he's, he is, but he's, uh, is into wine. So I had him pick one out for me. Um, he's new and I'm trying to get to know him. So it was a good conversation and I believe it cost me $16 and 95 cents, which means it's probably about a $30 bottle of wine. That's perfect. That's right in the wheelhouse of where you need yeah. to be. Yeah, yeah, I can get. We get it really, really cheap. Uh, like ten percent over wholesale. Uh, so, like, if you get if you bought to someplace else, it probably would be about a thirty dollar bottle of wine. So, not something I want to be drinking every night. But if we're gonna, you know, try a, a good wine, that's probably a good spot to start with. Yeah, for sure. It's my anniversary today, by the way. Oh, Eight happy years anniversary! Today. Eight years yeah. of okay anniversary of what? Of uh, being married to my second oh. wife. So okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Anniversary can mean so many things. I just wanted to double check. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so here's here's the deal. So today uh -huh. is the 29th. I start October 1st, and I start wishing my wife a happy anniversary under the guise that I'm going to fucking forget it. 
So every day from October 1st to our actual anniversary date, I either say it in person or text, happy anniversary, babe, just so I don't fucking forget it. (laughs) That's good thinking. I'm, I really appreciate the fact uh, that uh, Facebook now tells me about all anniversaries and, and uh, birthdays and shit like that. That's a, that's a useful function. Yeah, I don't, have, I don't have Facebook. I can't do that shit, man. You know that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, it is good for things like that, man. I've, there's been so many times I was like, oh, fuck. I forgot. Like, um, today is technically the... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yesterday was technically the six-year anniversary of... Uh, um, me and my wife period, uh, like the start of our relationship six years ago, like yesterday or a day before yesterday, I posted on Facebook that, uh, uh, once I was done working for the season, I might try to start dating again. Cause I had given it like a six month break cause I was annoyed with it. Um, and my wife posted under that con- under it, the comment I'm single. <laughs> so, uh, it's been uh, six well, years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, we haven't been married for six years, but it was six years ago when, when I, uh, first, uh, started talking to her and we always said, okay, so I I remember, mm -hmm. I remember your thread regarding your ex roommate that fucking moved out and something about, I don't know if it was a grow operation, but Uh he, he, he left some shit or whatever. And, but you weren't sure about how to fucking get it started again. That was over six years ago. Oh, no, that was probably more like four years, three or four years ago. Um, Cause yeah, that was just when I, when I met her and then we dated for about a year and a half to almost two years before we decided that we we're going to get married. And she moved in with me slightly before we got married. I think we got married in like January of 2018. So we've only been married for two, almost close to three years. Um, All right. Cause that didn't seem like fucking that long ago that I read that thread, but you know, it's a fucking time warp anymore. I look at, I like someone, someone bumps a thread. Um, and all of a sudden, you know, I look at it and it's from 16 or some shit. I'm like, that was four years ago. That doesn't seem, that seems like it was two weeks ago. It's crazy. Fuck. That happened to me on the, on the, uh, on the underground today where, where someone bumped uh, a, a Shane Carwin thread from 2010 where he was uh, getting ready to fight Brock Lesnar, you know, and he was posting oh, on the UG, you know, it ended up being like a 15 page thread or something like that. And, and when and when he lost, uh, it, it, he never posted on the thread again. <laughs> like literally, but but here's the thing: is nobody did. No one back in the day. I guess they did it different because nobody bumped that thread after he lost. The thread sat there for like ten years until somebody bumped it like about twelve hours ago. Yeah, it's so. fucking crazy. Like every time, every time the Evan Tanner, you guys are awesome thread fucking pops up. It. Oh, sorry about that, guys. Um, Every time that that uh, the Evan Tanner thread, you guys are awesome, or it's something like that, pops up. It, it's it's really really creepy, man. That dude's dead. He's been dead for a very long time. But I can't help but fucking open it up and read his posts and shit. You know what I mean? It's it's it, it's really strange how people. If you're not close to them, if they're not in your everyday life, like uh, if I were to come home, my wife wasn't here anymore. Yeah, that would be a, a staunch reminder that she's not around. But people that have been dead for many years that aren't in your life every day, you know, you, you kind of forget that they're gone. And then all of a sudden, Evan Tanner's thread pops up. It's like, holy shit, this guy's fucking, he's gone, but here he is. You know, he's, he's talking to me right now. It's, it's, it's kind of strange. 
Yeah, no, no, you're right. And, you know, obviously we have that all kinds of different celebrities and things like that. Um, yeah, I, uh, and it's, you know, uh, and it, oh, fucking left speechless actually. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Jesus I'll just leave Christ. it at that. Um, oh, you all right, buddy? Did I, did I get you all worked up a little bit? No, no, no. I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm spacing out right now. I, <laughs> I was going good for a while, but, uh, uh, I guess I need a topic. Let's see. What do we want, what do, we want to talk about today? Oh, how was your day? You, <laughs> how many dabs you, uh, did you have today? What are you doing? Too many, too many apparently. Uh, what, so what's going today? on? Let's talk. No, no. I want to talk about you. Let's talk about you, Jay. Let's talk about. Let's talk about the anxiety that just hits you when I talked about Evan Tanner. What's going on with you? <laughs> no, it wasn't that. I was. I'm just spacing out. I'm tired. It's. Uh, I have a. Um. I like my routine, but it's. It can be weary sometimes. You know, I've been up since like three in the morning, and I got in a good workout before I did it, and then worked to, all day and all this good shit. And sometimes by the time the show's over, I'm just fucking tired as fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like I like it's was it uh, six forty two right now. I will be in bed by eight o'clock. Um, guaranteed. And I'll probably be. Oh, wish I would have got to bed sooner. Um. You know, uh, don't, don't get me wrong. This testosterone I'm on is gives me lots of energy during the day, but by by the end of the day, I'm still feeling my feeling my ears, so to speak. So I haven't read your uh, your your uh, thread regarding your testosterone replacement uh, therapy. How many pounds are you uh, how many pounds are you up right now? Uh, somewhere between uh, six and ten pounds, I would say. I started I started off at 186 when I when I started this, and I went up drastically uh, at first. I was also eating too many mm. calories, so I cut it back That's, at a certain point. You, uh, you're right. going to hold water weight. You're going to hold water weight when you fucking when you start tests. So, right. you know, the first the first five to ten pounds is going to be fucking water weight. Yeah. Um. So, but so far so good. I mean, like today, the last couple of days, I've been weighing at ninety uh one ninety three, which bummed me out, but. Uh, Today I won weighed in at what like one ninety six, so um, I'm hoping that's a good improvement. Uh, it's it's slowly going up. Uh, the fat's going up too, but I'm not too bad. Uh, so far I've added like a uh, half a percent of body fat, so it's not a horrible horrible number. Since I weigh under two hundred pounds, that means I've you know added like uh, half a pound of fat with 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 the uh, eight to ten pounds of weight that I've added, which is probably not accurate in the least bit, but it makes me feel a little bit better about the fact that I'm adding fat. Which I, which we, I should always get, hate. we should so you're like what are you six eight six six I, I think i'm six seven other people tell, tell me i'm taller right. i don't know we it's should, between six six and seven foot depending on which seven eleven we, we need to get you super fucking jacked we, we need to take the test now, now you've been on the test for a little bit we're yeah. going to use that as a base the test is going to be your base and then we're going to we're going to throw in some esoteric shit in there we're going to throw in some some maybe a little trend something else and we're gonna get you jacked out of your mind. We're gonna get, <laughs> get you into the WWF. I don't say WWE because that's stupid. We're gonna get you into the WWF, and I don't mean that panda fucking society. I mean the fucking straight wrestling society. We're gonna get you in there at six eight, probably three thirty, Jay. So I need I need you in the next six months to add one hundred and forty pounds. <laughs> okay, and, and we're gonna do this. <laughs> So yeah, we're gonna do this. All right, all um, right. Go ahead, sir. All right. On that note, my Thai food is here, Jay, and I hate to leave you on this, but I've yeah. got to go. All right. Yeah, fun, man. Enjoy your Thai food. Thanks for calling in. Awesome. <laughs> Later, brother. Peace. All right, all right. Yeah, add 140 pounds. I'm struggling to add the.
uh, struggling to get to my goal of 220. That's 220 is probably a, a good year or two off for me, really, realistically speaking. Um, I'm uh, trying to gain weight as best as I can, but I also don't want to gain a lot of fat because it just makes me unhappy. I, I realize that, you know, it, relatively speaking, I don't have any fat on me, but I still look down and see like the little gut and like the uh, love handles around the side a little bit. That, that, that makes me unhappy because, you know, I, I've been skinny my entire life. I don't want to be skinny and fat. You know, that entire skinny fat thing is unacceptable. So, um, which is one of the reasons why I started working out in the first place because, uh, uh, I don't know, six or seven years ago, I, I looked down and I was skinny fat. I was, you know, uh, fucking, I had, you know, a little round belly, you know, pop, uh, love handles and it, I don't know. I, I think I said this before. I, I looked like a straw with a jelly bean stuck in the middle of it. That was, that was my physique. Um, so I decided, so I had to do something about that shit. Um, so first I lost all the fat. I mean, all the fat, dude, I did DDP yoga up the wazoo. At one point I was doing like an hour and 15, almost hour and 20 minute routine, seven days a week, uh, burning about a thousand calories, a uh, fucking session. Uh, and like, I got down to a pretty ridiculously low weight, uh, not as, not as much as I lost when I was sick, but I still lost a, a whole bunch of weight. Uh, I, I look okay i guess i mean you know and no fat's good but i was so fucking skinny that that was a, that was the what actually um inspired me to start doing weightlifting because uh while the uh ddp was definitely getting me in shape it, it made me look like a crackhead <laughs> um so i i gradually started lifting weights and you know um adding on to that um but it's a work in progress I know uh, whenever I talk about weight, Homelander's like, oh, don't worry about weight. Just worry about you know, how you look and how you feel. I'm like, well, yeah, but weight is what I'm using to gauge my progress. Uh, I need to know how much I weigh so I know whether I'm supposed to be eating more or eating less. <laughs> What's going on in the chat box now? What is this? Uh, we've had <laughs> fat tubs that just logged in. Oh, God. You guys are so mean to Ryan. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else are we going to talk about today? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I never heard about that. Did you guys, uh, any of you guys have any of those cars that are most uh, on the most stolen list? Have any of you guys ever had to call it car stolen? Have you guys ever stolen the car? <laughs> no? Okay, apparently not. Let's see. Oh, here's a, a not so awesome one. Mexican search group finds 59 bodies in Klostein uh, pits. Uh, a Mexican search group said Wednesday that it found 59 bodies in a series of burial pits in the north central state of Guantanamo, uh, and that more could still be ex excavated. Hmm. Uh, do, 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 do. Given the deficiencies of local law in Mexico, relatives of missing people in many states have formed their own search groups, uh, collecting information and exploring possible body dumping sites in Klostein graves. I'm probably saying that one wrong. Uh, Quintana called it a sad and terrible discovery. Uh, she added that there were more possible positive sites where more bodies could be found and that work would continue. Holy shit. Uh, the bodies were extracted. That's a odd way of putting it. The bodies were extracted over the last week from 52 pits at a property in the outskirts of Guajano, city of uh, Salvatorio. 
the, the scene was considered dangerous enough that the Army and National Guard provided security for the excavations. <laughs> so yeah, uh, in addition to all the other issues with uh, traveling in Mexico, you could die and be buried in a pit with a shitload of other people, just a m- massive bodies. <laughs> and nobody wants to go that way. Although obviously once you're dead, it doesn't really matter what they do with your body, but it's, it's an unpleasant thought to think that they're just going to throw you into a pit along with a whole bunch of other people. Yeah. Well, but regardless, uh, I don't think I'm going to Mexico anytime soon. Wife uh, made noises about wanting to go to uh, Vegas. Actually. She saw uh, someone sent her, um, one of those advertising things that showed like $30 round trip, uh, trips to Vegas. And, uh, I told her, I was like, well, it's unlikely to actually be $30 round trip for the, uh, plane tickets to Vegas. But even, even if it was, we don't really have the money to do anything once we get there. Um, you shouldn't go to Vegas unless you have like bare minimum, a couple, two or $300 a day to spend on shit. I would think, um, you know, for fucking gambling and food and all that good stuff. Uh, from what I understand, uh, half the restaurants are closed and there's no, uh, shows or anything so there's not going to be a ton else to do besides gamble um then to me that's just not a real vacation besides which i don't want to reward her after she tried to suck the life out of me with her fucking cold cold hands (laughs) my wife's a diabetic and she keeps it under control pretty good um however uh, her extremities are normally pretty cold and one of her favorite things are to, to lay her cold corpse like hands on me to try to warm herself up. I'm sure you guys have wives that do this kind of shit. Um, and I'm not being, I'm not a really big fan of being touched in the first place. It's something I'm trying to work around, but I, I definitely have issues with it. And, uh, her, her habit of like putting her cold hands on me to warm herself up is not one of my favorite things. Uh, she got me pretty bad today though. We were sitting on the couch watching TV and she, she just shoved them both down my shorts and, oh, fuck me, dude. I, I almost shot straight up out of the chair. <laughs> I told her she can't be doing that kind of shit. Oh, man, it was so cold. Really, it, it was really, it was like a zombie tried to give me a hand job. That's exactly what it felt like. It was just, just, not, just not a good scene. <laughs> All right, anyways, I think we got time for at least one more story before we get out of here. Uh, you guys have anything? You guys got Yeah, excuse me. Do you guys have anything you would like to speak about? I pick a headline from uh, the news to talk about as well. Or, you know, whatever you guys like. All right. Well, since we don't have any takers on Collins, we will speak about this. I'm sure this will take us to the end of the show. Uh, telescope gives closer look at asteroid worth... 10,000 quadrillion dollars, which is an actual number. Uh, apparently there's an extremely rare metallic asteroid lurking between Mars and Jupiter, and it's worth more than the entire global economy. Um, the, the Hubble space telescope has given us a closer look at the object, which is worth an estimated stupidly large amount of money. Um, let's see. Uh, a new study this week from the Planetary Science Journal delves deeper than ever in the, before into the mysteries of the asteroid 16 Psyche, one of the most massive objects in the solar system's main asteroid belt, orbiting between Mars and Jupiter, uh, about 230 million miles from Earth. 
It measures about 140 miles in diameter, uh, roughly the size of Massachusetts. Um, most asteroids are made up of rocks or ice, but 16 Psyche is dense and mostly made from metal, possibly the leftover core of a planet that never succeeded in forming uh, a so-called protoplanet, which had its core exposed following hit-and-run collisions that removed the body of its mantle. Hmm. Um. <laughs> We've seen meteorites that are mostly metal, but Psyche might could be unique in that it might be an asteroid that is totally made of iron and nickel. Um, that's interesting. It must be so large. That's why it's worth so much money. <laughs> um, trying to see if they have any other things interesting to say about it. Uh, not too much. However, um, they did bring up one thing that... Uh, I've talked about before, uh, I'm not sure here or for other people, is that it, it being, it's a metallic uh, asteroid, which is a really big distinction from most asteroids, which are rock and snow and things like that. Uh, when they talk about asteroid hits and how big an asteroid has to be to have a really bad effect on the Earth, um, the sizes they're talking about are normal asteroid sizes. Uh, you know, like they said, like, it, I think it was one, one the size of a bus will cause like a crater this big and after a certain size it's like a nuclear bomb this big if you take the metallic asteroids in the into consideration they're a completely different ball of wax they have to they can be a lot smaller and still do serious damage when they hit because they're so much denser than the regular asteroids um and it wouldn't take much of a uh one to do some pretty serious damage if that fucker that they were talking about, the one the size of Massachusetts hit, it would kill everyone, everything on Earth. It would destroy all civilization. It might kill all life on the fucking planet in general. Uh, I don't know. That's, you know, that might be taking it too far. But yeah, we would definitely be having a fucking bad day. Um, that'd do so much fucking damage. I'll have to look up the actual uh, numbers on it and talk about it on the show again because uh, I don't want to, you know, um, go without facts. But yeah, it would be a very, very bad day if we got hit by something like that. Anyways, um, you guys got anything else you want to talk about that uh, <laughs> that actually brought me up about five minutes short? And I can't do, can't leave you guys five minutes short of the awesome entertainment that is the uh, other ground live. So, fuck, I guess I'm gonna um, not pay attention to the fact that there's about four different versions of Ryan in the fucking chat box right now. <laughs> you guys are killing me today. Uh, let's see. Oh, okay, we're going to finish with this one uh, really quickly just because uh, the headline really caught my attention. Italian police arrest dozens of the members of Nigerian mafia in a major bust. Okay, that's crazy enough. Um, but this is what really caught my eye. Italian police have arrested dozens of alleged members of a notorious Nigerian mafia group called the Vikings. Notorious Nigerian mafia group called the Vikings. <laughs> um, first off, I had no clue that the uh, Italy had a Nigerian mafia problem. Um, I, you would have thought they would have had their own well-established uh, mafia already without room for other companies to muscle in. Uh, but yeah, if they're in Italy, there is a Nigerian mafia problem how the Nigerian mafia got to the point where they decided to call themselves the Vikings. I, 
I'd be very interested in that conversation. <laughs> Does Vikings mean something else in Nigeria? I mean, they're it's uh, I'm just stunned. The entire thing boggles the mind. Um, the Vikings, one of several Nigerian organized crime groups and active in Italy, is involved in drug dealing and prostitution. Uh, around 200 police officers arrest alleged members of the gang in Turin and Ferrara, a city in the northern region of uh, something something. Uh, ooh, among those arrested was Emmanuel O'Collin, a 50-year-old DJ nicknamed Boogie. Yeah. Or Boogie, B-O-O-G-Y-E. Yeah. Yeah, apparently the Vikings were planning to violently annihilate, annihilate, excuse me, uh, other Nigerian crime gangs, uh, not named Vikings. <laughs> Oh, well, there you go. Rival groups include the Mapites, the the Eye, and the Black Axe. Uh, all of them largely composed of Nigerian immigrants. I don't know how that happened to be a thing there, but that's interesting. Uh, upon recollection, when you know, considering the names of the other gangs, I guess Vikings isn't that bad, huh? <laughs> All right, I guess we're going to call it a show. Uh, I hope you guys had a good time. I apologize for, you know, the lack of guests. I do want to thank Tenor for calling in and keeping us company for a while. Um, tomorrow, you guys definitely want to uh, tune in. We're going to have um, a very special guest, uh, Sister Steele, uh, or or Dominique Danger, I think, I believe her uh, dominatrix name is. She is a fetish provider and professional dominatrix in a addition to being a black belt uh, in jiu-jitsu uh, with through a really highly highly regarded uh, jiu-jitsu practitioner uh, that I'm not gonna uh, screw up his name with so we'll let you, we'll, we'll let you hear more about it tomorrow when you call in but you, basically she's uh, got a uh, uh, a Gracie jiu-jitsu belt uh, by extension so that should be interesting. Plus, she won uh, some sort of big old tournament last year and has competed in lots of different things. Plus, she looks like she could pick you up and rip you in half. So it's going to be a hell of a show. I'm really looking forward to it. I hope you guys stick around uh, and stop by, rather. Um, I guess that's it, folks. Uh, until then, uh, I'm Passive J, and you guys have yourself a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Theme tune for the OG. Yeah, fuck the OG, fuck the OG.